Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Couch of Sports Podcast. Joined here again by both co-hosts of the Lovecast, uh, Jordan Dyer and Max LaBelzik. Fellas, how are we? Doing Pretty good. Stuff. All right, sounds good. Um, crazy weekend in sports. Uh, crazy NFL games, some crazy college football games as well. Um, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little tired from it. Uh, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of watching football. It's a lot of couch time. Um, and it, it wears you down emotionally, especially when you got some money on the line. So that's what we're going to talk about first day. We're going to talk a little gambling. Uh, we're going to recap our cards from last week, see how the boys did. Uh, we did post a TikTok about the mortal lock parlay that went one and two. So that, that's not a great start for us. Be Max. Yeah. Way to be max buying a half point to get the win. Um, it's called, do you want to win or do you want to go? Oh, and three. It's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, so we went one and two there. We got to be better. Uh, there's just there's just no doubt about it. But um, who wants to start? Who wants to recap their cards first? Jordan, go ahead. why don't you oh, go ahead? You guys are too kind. OK, uh, college football. I went two and one on my plays uh, that I gave out. Got Oregon and got Penn State. Lost Fresno. Uh, should have should have yep. came off once I heard my, uh, yep. my colleague Connor Butts's reasoning. Uh, he nailed that game. So yeah, two and one in college is fine. Uh, and then two and two in the NFL, um, from the picks I gave out on the pod, a couple bad beats, honestly, easily could have been four and oh, but, um, we'll yeah, get into that beat later. We'll get into that beat later, man. That, that was a, your lock was a tough beat. Yeah. The lock was, a, the lock was definitely a tough beat, but it's all good. That's, that's betting. That's, you know, we live and we learn and we move on. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. For college football, I did not have a good week. I went oh and two, but I was. I gave out two parlays. Two of the three legs hit on the first one, and one of the two legs hit on the second one. Um, we nailed Penn State. I gave out Penn State minus three and the Penn State money line that both of those hit. We nailed FSU. I gave out the FSU money line. Miami, Florida, they fucked us. They, like, it was just tough. Bad beat on that one. That's what, that's what got me on both of them. I took Miami, Florida plus five, and I took the Miami, Florida money line, and both of those did, and obviously did not end up hitting. So that's how I lost those two parlays. Um, like Jordan said, you know, tough week, but we'll get better. We'll be back. Yeah. So uh, I went. I had a great college football day. I went. Um, I went six two and one, seventy five percent in college football. Uh, we started off on Friday with hitting Florida State minus two and a half versus Louisville. It was shaky there for a little bit, but they pulled it out in the end. Over fifty five, Georgia South Carolina was a push thanks to a late South Carolina touchdown. Kansas plus nine versus Houston. They won by like 14. Uh, this Kansas team is fucking unbelievable. Uh, I said they shouldn't be getting nine points against anybody. They're really, really good. I mean, that's not true against like, you know, Bama. They should be getting like 25. But no, Kansas can play. Uh, Alabama minus 49 and a half versus UL Monroe. Um, yeah, no, that was that was a lock. They, they fucking came out and spanked them. Uh, under 35, Nevada, Iowa. Nevada wasn't going to score against Iowa, and there was no fucking way in hell Iowa was putting up 40 points. Uh, so that cashed. Maryland minus two and a half versus SMU. That one cashed as well. Miami fucked me versus AM. They had that uh muffed punt that they could have jumped on and which would have completely <sighs> flipped the game, but nevertheless, they didn't get it. Uh USC minus uh 12 and a half versus Fresno. That was my lock, which cashed, uh, which was a great game. They just kind of were in control the whole from start to finish. And then Notre Dame minus eleven versus Cal. Notre Dame looks bad. I'm not gonna. Say, I'm not gonna lie. Although they won, Cal was really, really bad. Uh, Notre Dame's defense is pretty good, but goddamn, does their offense stink. And then in NFL, not so hot. Three and four, so not not bad. But uh, under fifty two, Chiefs Chargers Saints plus two and a half was nowhere close. 
Detroit money line. Loved the lines this week. Denver minus 10. I don't know what's wrong with Denver. We're going to get into them later in the show. Raiders minus five versus Cardinals. Horrible fucking beat. Um, over 15 and a half Ravens versus Eagles, which is my lock. They had 31 points at halftime, and then nobody decided to score in the second half. So I don't know if you guys watched that game last night, but it was it was really hard to watch. And then under 40 Patriots Steelers, which there was no way these teams were putting a, up a combined 40 points. But yeah. Uh, yeah, 43% in NFL, 75% in college football, 60% start to the show and start to the program. So yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at this at all. I did not do good in NFL this week. I don't know <clears throat> what my total record was, to be honest, because I threw in some late picks, but I I did not hit on um the basically i know we're going to get into the do not bet list later so um i'm not going to be mentioning going in too depth but, but minnesota really screwed me over last night i had on my card i had four parlays that were three legs or or in a couple yeah four parlays that were three legs all of them relied on minnesota to minus or plus uh three obviously that did not happen and then yeah. actually three of them relied on minnesota plus three and the other one relied on um the over of that game, which did not happen. So that stunk. Um, I hit on giving out the Pittsburgh plus three and a half as my mortal lock. Um, bought the bought the half point there for that minus one fifty. Worth it though. It cashed yeah. it won. Yeah, that was yeah. that was lucky. Um save my going through the key number of uh three. Keep your keep it a field goal. Um yeah. That was scary. And then um oh, I gave out Miami and Jordan I. Jordan obviously, you know, disagreed with that pick, but Jordan, why don't you talk about that game? Because that was your lock. It. That was your game of the month of the year. Game of the month of the year. Uh, yeah. I loved it, honestly. And it, we were we were creaming at the seams watching this thing. It was it was gorgeous for most. Do you believe of the in Mike McDaniel's shoes now, bitch? Dude, I don't. First, uh, first three quarters were just a delight. To oh, watch. I know. I was texting you. I was like, I hate to uh, Dolphins suck. <laughs> um, worst pick I've ever given. I'm not betting anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Sorry. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's just sometimes in betting, you know, you feel like you you see a game the right way. It looks like it's going to unfold that way. And then it just collapses in the fourth quarter because you let Tua score 28 straight points. And that's fine. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to move on. And it happens. All right. It Dude, happens. Th- this week way. sucked. I'm just going to be honest with you. If um, Colts fucked it. Uh, Raiders. Well, well Raiders. we were on the right side of that. We were on the right side of that. We had Jags. That's a good point. Um, Raiders, there was I will say, man, Bengals. What the hell happened they there? They suck. Like, but the problem is, the problem is with me, man, is I'm just such like a I'm in the moment. I'm such an in the moment guy that when someone's throwing out picks, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Like, yeah. like, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. And it you. fucked me. You know, I went, uh, what I say? 63% on the show, 60% on the show, uh, on the program, giving out my, my, my hard earned, you know, research and picks to go 60%. And for what, you know, just for me to lose myself because I'm just always like adding these bets last minute. So I got to get better at that. I got to start sticking to my program and only possibly adding a few last minute plays because because, you know, I was I'm doing okay. So, yeah, yeah, me too. All right. Let's get into our cards for this week. Uh, Mind you, it is Tuesday, September 20th, uh, 533 at time of recording. So if any lines move, we apologize. Um, I'm going to probably lock these in after so I get the lines that I like because early in the week, man, you do get a lot of a lot of interesting lines, whether it's a half point or a point difference. So, uh, Max, why don't you start with your, your your card for the week? Okay. I only did two bets this week. Um, 
both parlays. I know that's not ideal, but um, it's not. It's, just, it's just not smart bankroll management. It's really not. They weren't. I didn't put full units on it, so you guys can relax. Um, right. they and they both have relatively good odds. So just so simmer 50 down. cents. Uh, yes, on one of them I threw fifty. On the other <laughs> one I threw forty. Um, okay, so. First, my I have one college football play and one NFL play. So college football, um, honestly, through both of these schedules, I didn't really see that many games I liked. Maybe I'm just not looking right, but I I couldn't see a lot of games that I uh, was a big fan of betting. Um, I took the Syracuse money line. Key to this one is the I believe the OC or the DC at Syracuse just came over from Virginia, um, and Virginia's offensive line is really beat up. Syracuse has some has a pretty um, you know, aggressive uh, defensive line. I think they can get to the quarterback. I think they're going to win, but I did not like there. You would, if you were to take the spread, it'd be like, I believe minus 10 and a half. That was something I was not willing to do. So I threw them in a parlay. Then I had to go hometown. I bet my Tennessee Vols against Florida minus 390. I don't know what it's like for you guys, but going to an SEC school is absolutely crazy. They canceled my lab today because Florida's playing. Um, so my lab on Tuesday was canceled because Florida's playing. It's Florida hate week on Saturday. Yeah. It's Florida hate week. So, um, all the like food here, like, um, at Einstein's bros bagels, it was like the sandwich of the week was a gator hate sandwich. Like just crazy. Like it's ridiculous. There's like toy gators all over the place. Um, everyone's like crazy here. It's going to be an absolutely electric scene. Um, Tennessee's going to riot if we lose. So I had, to, I had to go with my hometown Vols and then, um, I picked Arkansas over Texas A&M. Arkansas comes in at a plus 100 uh, underdog. And I know this is in College Station. And Arkansas had a tough showing last week. But I think they just were, I don't know, I, that the co- whoever they were coaching against, I forget his name, but he, he coaches well against uh, Arkansas's head coach. I still, although uh, Texas A&M beat Miami, I know I'm going against them again. Dude, they put up what 14 points. Jimbo there. Fisher. Jimbo yeah, Fisher they did not look very good. It was Miami just looked worse. Uh Texas AM's defense is pretty good, but their offense is not still not great. Their new quarterback that they threw in instead of Haynes King looked better than Haynes King. I think his name is Max Johnson. Um, but yeah, I'm liking Arkansas here. Arkansas is a really good team, and I think that you're getting them at plus money. So together, that three-leg parlay is a plus two oh seven. So it's not like a super good parlay, but it's one that I think is going to be a lot of fun. I honestly didn't see a lot of cards on this slate or a lot of games on this slate that I was into. For my NFL picks, um, real simple. Kansas City is only... I got Kansas City at um, minus six and a half. So I'm going through the key seven. or um, I'm It's hitting before that key number of seven, giving me a touchdown. Tell me... I mean, the Colts... Guys, they're zero and two against two tough teams. What it was, or well, sorry, one and oh one and one against a Houston two Texans teams. Yeah, give me the Chiefs plus a touchdown, or well, it's not even a touchdown. Your uh, touchdown wins, so I like that play. And then I grabbed the Eagles minus six and a half against the Commanders. Eagles looked great last night, um, and the Commanders. I mean, I know it's a Carson Wentz kind of revenge game because he played there, but um, I'm liking the Eagles in this spot. They've got a ton of momentum, and they looked really good. Um, Devonta Smith looked great. Dallas Goddard looked good. Jalen Hurts, all of them, they, they got a lot Darius of weapons. Darius Slay was a monster. On Darius Slay on defense, he almost had two picks. Yeah, loving that. And then the Bills versus the Dolphins. Bills are minus five and a half. I grabbed that number. I think the Bills are the best team in football right now. The Chiefs, I think, are right behind, are behind them. But I think it's the Bills and everybody else. 
They look so insane. I know this Titans team like got beat up in the beginning of that game, losing Taylor Lewan and a bunch of other players. But guys, the Bills just look so good. If they're laying only laying five and a half against the Dolphins, who don't get me wrong, look good. But I think you play, you're playing a really beat up Ravens defense. Um, I think you're playing a solid Buffalo defense, and yeah, I'm liking the Bills. So that three leg parlay comes out to plus five ninety six. So that's what I'm staying with. There you go, Jordan. Who's your card? All right, so college football. I got um I'm riding with the the volunteers as well, Maxi Pad. Uh fucking go. <laughs> I like I like them. Uh a lot of line movement. Uh they opened at like seven and they're down they're now at ten. So add it to my card. Yeah. That's guys, I'm telling you, that's a <clears throat> scary play. Don't take add it card. add it to Butsy's card. Add it to my card. Let's <laughs> fucking go. <laughs> it's it's an earthquake. Cut that and then like make <laughs> Barstool sports advisors when they uh, all agree on a pick, they just they just start like going crazy. It's an earthquake. Amazing yeah, show. Cut, cut me saying let's fucking go and then use it as like a little button, you know, whenever it happens. It? Why would we cut the most hype part of the the segment? No, not cut it out. Cut it. Like clip it. Clip it. Clip it. Okay. All right, Jordan. All right, continue. All right. Yeah. So I got the Vols. Um, Max already explained it. They're gonna fucking roll. Uh, they look good. And then. I like uh, Iowa State. This is a weird, fishy line from Vegas. Uh, Baylor's ranked 17, right? And uh, Iowa State unranked, and they're favored by three. Um, Iowa State also opened at plus one, and this line moved all the way down to minus three, making me think there's a ton of money on Iowa State, a ton of sharp money. So, yeah, I'm rolling Iowa State and Tennessee in college. And then let's see. So, NFL, me and Max disagree again. I'm going Commanders. Uh, against the Eagles, plus six and a half. The Eagles have looked great. The Commanders have looked, you know, iffy. Um, this is a in division game, though. I think mm-hmm. uh, the Eagles might come in, maybe underestimating them a little bit. Um, I think the Commanders can cover six and a half. Not saying they'll win, um, but they can lose by um, six or less for sure. Uh, then I got uh, the Vikings minus six um, over the Lions. So Vikings rough one um this week kind of got smacked around by the eagles uh and public 70 percent of the public i'm seeing on detroit right now that could obviously change it's so early in the week but uh i do like the vikings there minus six uh yeah it's just a bounce back week for him um going back to the well here with the ravens minus three they they just uh they just came out and you know put on a sick offensive performance um against the dolphins and their defense kind of collapsed i think they're going to come out angry this week and beat up on my pats um that's going to be a very public heavy play too but i don't care just because i, I think the ravens are coming out angry and the pats you know three is just not enough points for the pats so uh next i have an ugly one i got broncos i'm going broncos plus one and a half against the niners uh it really makes no sense um, from a football perspective, but when you look at it from gambling, everyone's going to be on the Niners. Everyone's so down on the Broncos right now. I think they're going to figure it out a little bit. Um, and Jimmy yeah, G, Jimmy G at the helm for the Niners yeah, now. Jimmy G's at the helm, which is, I mean, I would say that's good for the Niners. Yeah, he's better than Trey Lance. We'll, right we'll get into that later too. Yeah, uh, but either way, yeah, I'm going Broncos just because it's such a, it's just a fade the public and fade everything that you would think would happen. Uh, another one, I'm not sure if I'm going to make this a play yet. This is just a lean. I like Tampa minus two and a half against Green Bay. I think people are going to uh, be on Green Bay right now. 67% of the public is on Green Bay. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, gonna keep, I'm just going to keep an eye on that game. Uh, I think Tampa Bay's defense might be the best in the league. So, we'll see if, if that becomes a full play later in the week. All righty. 
I have a lot of plays. Um, not gonna lie. Um, so let's just start out with Vols. I'm gonna add the Vols to my card. Uh, Boys, it's Vols. V O L S. Go Vols. 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 You'll get shot down here saying Vols. Sorry. Let's go Vols. Come on, Vols. All right. It was weird. Under under 47 Air Force Nevada. Uh, Nevada's fucking horrible. Um, I know they're obviously didn't score against Iowa, but I don't think that their offense is good. Period. Um. You know, I was defense is obviously great, but I really am not buying this uh, Nevada hype. And I just think Air Force's defense is also pretty good. Uh, they got a pretty good run game. And, and I expect Air Force to probably win this game comfortably like 21-7, 28-7, something around the number. Uh, over 62.5 Maryland versus Michigan. Maryland has such an explosive offense with Tua's younger brother uh, at QB. They looked uh, really explosive the other night against SMU. Michigan has looked unbeatable uh, at home this season. They haven't played anybody good, but they're for sure going to put up a lot of points. Uh, Two-headed snake at the QB spot for Michigan. I like this over. I'm going to go Georgia minus 10 first quarter versus Kent State. Uh, Georgia has jumped out to some insane leads, uh, especially in the first quarter. Um, I don't understand why they can't put up two two touchdowns in the first quarter and um, – and cash this because Kent State, uh, definitely more a more formidable opponent. But Georgia minus ten at home, they've looked so fucking good this season. Um, obviously favorite to win the national championship right now. But I'm gonna take Georgia minus ten first quarter. My fourth play, North Carolina money line versus Notre Dame. UNC is at home, uh, and I know that their defense is shit, but Notre Dame's offense sucks. They can't move the football. They really struggled to move the football. Um, UNC's offense is really good. It's basically just like a bad offense versus a good defense and then a good defense versus a bad offense. Um, but I do like North Carolina at home getting a little bit of an edge there. Uh, it's a minus 110 money line, so it's a pick them. But uh, fifth play, uh, Bama minus 39 versus Vanderbilt. Uh, Vanderbilt is coming off a tough loss at Syracuse. Bama obviously just rolled UL Monroe. Bama's still at home. I know it's SEC opponent. I, I still like Bama to just absolutely fucking roll this team. Uh, you know, as you um SEC opponent or not, Bama's gonna have to start putting up some more impressive wins uh, against SEC teams to make people can to convince people that they're, um, you know, the sec like should be the second ranked team in the in the nation. Uh, sixth play, I'm taking USC minus six and a half versus Oregon State. I'm gonna keep taking this team till they fuck me. They look really really good. Their offense has been putting up forty plus points every game. It seems like, uh, and their defense has been doing a good job of holding teams. So, you know, USC by a touchdown against an Oregon State team that's not very good. Cal minus three versus Arizona. Cal at home uh, looked pretty good against Notre Dame last week. Uh, their defense was was really tough, um, and obviously Arizona's no Notre Dame. I do like Cal to cover the three here at home. Wisconsin plus 18 versus Ohio State. Wisconsin just rolled New Mexico State, putting up like 60-some-odd points, which I don't think anybody, uh, including Wisconsin fans, believe they could do. Uh, at Ohio State, Ohio State's definitely not the team that I thought they were going to be this year. I thought their offense would be putting up uh, like Bama numbers, and they just haven't been. I think 18 is just too many points. I think Wisconsin's good. Uh, yeah, I just think 18 points is too many. Under 62 in Georgia versus Kent State. Uh, I, I see Georgia getting up to a 40-point lead and, and maybe Kent State scoring a late one. Uh, I don't see Kent State going over 14 points, and I don't see Georgia going over 50. Um, Rutgers plus 7.5 versus Iowa. Rutgers is at home. Iowa, obviously... Um, just smoke Nevada, but I think Rutgers is a much better team than Nevada. Um, and I don't know how, and I do think Rutgers will score enough points to cover the touchdown spread. Uh, I really do at home. 
and then the Vols minus 11. So that's my college football card, NFL card, Chiefs minus six and a half. College this week, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely a lighter week, uh, for sure. But you know, that's that's gambling, investing the winnings, smart idea. Yeah, I mean, after after all the bullshit plays I had, it actually ended up like fucking even, which kind of sucked. Um, <laughs> but for NFL, I have Chiefs uh, minus six and a half versus the Colts. The Colts suck, and the Chiefs are fucking disgusting. Um, I, I like them to cover this touchdown spread, but I'm honestly I'm gonna put them in another play that I just thought of because I'm a genius. Uh, under thirty nine Giants Cowboys. I don't know how uh, points are gonna be scored. Um, you know the fucking O line of the Giants is so so horrible. Uh, Gi- uh Cowboys defense is is pretty good. Uh, I expect them to hold the Giants to to barely any points. And then on the other end, Cooper Rush. Uh, Met Life Monday night. It's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy. I was supposed to go to that game, which kind of stinks. I can't. But I think the uh, under is going to hit. Um, just no one's going to score in this game. Over 50 Rams versus Cardinals. Uh, the Rams defense looked a little vulnerable again last week, almost choking the game to the fucking Falcons. So there's no reason why Kyler can't uh, run around and, and do what he did last week and put up some points uh, in in a hurry. And the Rams offense, obviously the Rams offense, they looked good. Uh, Cardinals have a pretty bad defense, so I expect the Rams to do some damage. Over 53 Vikings versus Lions. Lions seem to just want to score 35 points every game and give up 35 points every game. So I'm going to keep taking that. Uh, Jets plus four and a half versus Bengals, and I do like a sprinkle on the money line here. Uh, the Jets at home against the Bengals team. That's looked horrible. Bengals O-line literally looks like uh, us three out there, literally like, like physically can't block anybody. Um, Burroughs had no time. Um, I, I like the Jets plus four and a half, especially after that win. I think it's too many points. And I'm going to take the Texans plus three versus the Bears. Um, I don't like the Bears. I think the Bears are a bad football team. Um, but and, and I think the Texans are actually pretty decent. They put up a great fight against uh, Denver and then um, obviously tying with the Colts. So I'm going to take the Texans pl- uh, plus the points there. And that is my card. I would say my mortal lock is going to be Wisconsin plus 18 versus Ohio State uh, for college. And then for the NFL, I'm going to say it's over 53 Lions versus Vikings. So that was a mouthful, but there it is. Wow. Beautifully done. I forgot to give out my mortal lock, but mine will be um, uh, Vols money line. And then also you can't give out you can't give out a a fucking minus five ninety play as your as your mortal lock. That's a very good point. That's like a sin. That is a hold on. You have minus three ninety count. You have to give out a spread. I'm not giving out that spread. All right, fine. Mortal lock Arkansas plus one hundred and the Vols go Vols. And then also. Um, for NFL, I'm going to do that Chiefs minus six and a half, which is a minus 105. Jordan. Uh, my mortal lock, I'm going with Commanders, Carson Wentz and the boys uh, to cover six and a half against the Eagles. Ooh, there we go. That was the mortal right. locks. Um, all right, let's move on. So put all your money on it. Yeah, put all your money responsibly, responsibly. We are responsible gamblers on this show. Um, all of your money on the Commanders. Yeah, let's move. Yeah, yeah, please, please. Wait, what's please, our parlay? So we have um, over 53 Lions Vikings, Commanders plus six and a half, uh-huh. and then the uh, Chiefs minus six and a half. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the parlay. We'll post TikTok about it so you know. And take throw it. the Vols minus 380 on there just for fun. Yeah, just minus eight thousand. Well, I don't want to be the reason we lose the parlay in case that happens. So don't throw it on there. Just, just, just run with the three NFL mortal locks. Yeah, 
Uh, let's move on to some to some news from uh, NFL Week Two. What was a fucking ridiculous Week Two? Uh, I know we've talked about this game a little bit already, but Jordan, I'm going to start with you. Are the Dolphins legit? Is, is Tuanon real? Um, yeah, like what you know? Do you uh, believe in the Dolphins type? I think the Dolphins are exactly what we thought they were before the season started. Like they're they're an explosive team. They're a good team. They're going to be like a a bubble playoff team. Um, but they're only going as far as Tua takes them, and I'm not convinced on Tua. Um, he, like even his touchdown passes, he underthrows them. He just he can't. He doesn't have the elite arm talent um, that like the top QBs do, and he's still making you know some silly mental mistakes and throwing picks and stuff. So yeah, the Dolphins. Like I I think I I had him as a wild card team before the season. That's where I would still have them. Um, they're fine. They can you know win games they can beat good teams but this week did not convince me uh you know that they're like a contender or anything like that max what do you think i completely agree with jordan um i think like that was just you have jalen waddle and tyreek hill so you're always going to be in it especially like being in miami as bill simmons said on his pod this weekend like it's super hot you're constantly running keeping up with those dudes and then those teams that are not they were in baltimore they were in baltimore last week i know but like later on in the in the month like or not in the month, in the season when you're down in Miami and you have to keep running up with those guys when it's still warm down there and you're not used to it being warm, you're going to get tired out. And you could see it with Baltimore. They got tired out just having to chase after Tyreek and Jalen Waddle all day. Um, I agree, though, Tua, like his life's pretty easy right now because he has those two guys to serve as like screen dump off guys, which is kind of what he does. Mm-hmm. And then he has Mike McDaniels making a really easy for him on the offensive end. But I mean, like, I don't think he's like an elite quarterback, and so I don't know how far they go. I, I I like that idea of wild card, maybe a little bit more than that, but nothing too crazy, nothing too spectacular. I don't. Th- I think they're like perfectly rated as they were going into the season, like you said. I think we're gonna look back on this game and be in, and, you know, key this as a pivotal game in their season. Um, honestly, whether they, however they finish, I think that this is an extra win that they didn't deserve. Um, you know. Harbaugh after the game was like, it's just really depressing watching the ball get thrown over your head that many times. So, you know, a lot of it was the fact that Tyreek and fucking um, Jalen Waddle are just fast as fuck. But a lot of it also was was bad on the Ravens defense. I mean, the Ravens corners uh, had really zero communication. And we're just letting guys get by and get by and uh, get deep in them. Whoa. <laughs> My fault. By the oh, way, yeah. these announcers are doing some butchering uh, of of making inappropriate comments on accident. But uh, I don't believe I don't. I'm not buying this Dolphins hype. Uh, I, I think Jordan nailed it on the head, and and it kind of said what needed to be said about the Dolphins. Um, I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be you know uh, wild card run of the mill team. Um, could make a splash in the playoffs. Could win a playoff game. I think uh, just because of that explosiveness, like they did, like they showed on Sunday. So uh, yeah, but that's that's all I gotta say. Yeah. Anybody else? No, we're moving on. All right. No, I'm not. I'm not in on two and on. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> no, neither am I. All right. Let's talk about another choke job across the league. Uh, the fucking Raiders. Um, they were up. Was it twenty three? Nothing. Twenty something. Nothing. I think it was something 20. like that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they were up a lot. Uh, to to nothing. Um, and they ended up choking the game away to Kyler Murray and the Raiders. They were up twenty three nothing. Yeah, they, yeah, they were up twenty three nothing. Uh, Kyler Murray scores um, 23 points in the fourth quarter, and then a turnover um, leads to a touchdown for the Cardinals defense in overtime to give them the win in week two. Um, 
what does this say? Who does this game say more about, Jordan? Would you say it says more about uh, the Cardinals or the Raiders? I think it says more about the Raiders. Uh, the Cardinals, like, they're they're kind of like what we thought they were too. They they're super inconsistent. They they can beat good teams. They can score um, points fast, like you said earlier in the pod. But yeah, the Raiders came in like, uh, you know, they they got Devonte Waller, Jacobs, Renfro. You know, this is Derek Carr's prove it year. He's got all the weapons now, um, and they still can get it done. They got got off to a big lead, um, which is you know something they're probably not used to over there um, in Las Vegas. But yeah, like they have to they have to learn to. I don't know, just just be able to put teams away. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit down on them. I don't think it said, you know, too much about them. It's not the end of the world. They can still have a good year, but, yeah, we'll I see think, how it goes. I think this was like a – honestly, I feel like not a throwaway game. I just don't think it, like, tells you too much about either team. Like like, like Jordan said, it doesn't say super, a ton about the Raiders. I felt like they just kind of got ahead of themselves and took their foot off the gas. And then um, in terms of – the Cardinals, like they didn't look good, and Kyler didn't look interested until that last couple. Of, once he started getting it going a little bit towards the very end, um, I think when you play better opponents than uh, Vegas, you're gonna, you know, like they're gonna have they're gonna struggle like they did. Um, also, my other takeaway was, dude, that two point conversion run was not eight. Did you see on? They said it was eighty two and a half yards. Are you are you sure about that? Like what? How do they measure that? Did you watch that run? Like, I mean, it was an insane run sideways run. bunch. It it accounts for all of the steps yeah it's, so it's like uh, just across the entire field dude but watch it like watch it again he doesn't look like it it just I doesn't look it like it was I, it was I like guarantee it was watch it again and we'll <laughs> discuss but it, i mean it was an insane run and it was fucking awesome but 82 and a half yards he was like at the he was going in between like the 20 and 30 but yeah um it was impressive um kyler is is an extreme athlete so that, that's fun to watch but when it's bad it's pretty bad yeah, I I think this says a lot about honestly, I think it says a lot about the 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 Cardinals and and, and that they have some fight in them. Um you know, going down 23 nothing, everyone's like, "Oh shit, the Cardinals are going to be really really bad this year." Uh came storming back and and showed a little bit of fight. Kyler Murray showed a little bit of energy. Um but, you know, the Raiders just just got to learn to close out games too. Uh they had a turnover to lose the game. Ultimately, it was a scoop and score. But they probably should have had three turnovers, whatever the number is, on that drive as well in overtime. So it's like the Raiders don't look great, but I think it shows that the um, the Cardinals have do have a little bit of fight in them, a little bit of dog in them. Um, and like Jordan said, they're inconsistent. They're going to win games they they shouldn't, and then lose games that they should win. So, but I, I if I'm a Raiders fan, like I'm I'm kind of getting a little worried here um, because I think we got to start. They got to start winning games eventually if they want to keep up in this division because the division is fucking completely loaded. Uh, Chiefs, Broncos, um, Raiders, and the Chargers as well. Like two, all four of these teams are good enough to make the playoffs. So I, they got to start piecing together some wins. Josh McDaniels got to get the boys together and uh, find a way to put some W's on the board, especially in games that they have completely in control. So that is that. Uh, moving on to our third, third kind of discussion topic of the day. Um, which team is closest to his, hitting the panic button after week two? Which NFL team is close to hitting? Uh, well, actually, you want to let's uh, let's stop this Zoom first. Okay. We're gonna stop this Zoom again. We're poor. We're sorry. Uh, we have to cut this and and start a new Zoom. So we'll be right back with that. Venmo us, please. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, the question is: I'm gonna start with Max this time. 
Which NFL team is the closest to hitting the panic button after week two? Max. Okay, so I'm stuck here between the Colts and the Broncos. I know Jordan says that he feels the Broncos are going to get back. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with why I didn't pick the Bengals. Um, on the Ryan Russell podcast, he brought up a good point, like, or maybe it was the Bill Simmons podcast. So one of the podcasts, they brought up a good point that the Bengals have a pretty weak offensive line and they changed, they got four new starters. Um, and then they went up against TJ Watt and Micah Parsons, both just elite defensive players that can just kill lines. So until we see them, you know, not, not do great against, um, like a, like a below average defensive line, I'll push the panic button on them. But for now I'm going to hold off like Burrow kept them in that game, even though there literally nothing was working. Like he still found a way to at least keep it relatively close. So I'm not quite there panicky wise on them. Um, but and then the Raiders, like I just like I already explained, like I just didn't think that was that huge of a deal. They just you know they got out to a lead, they weren't used to it, and didn't push down on the gas pedal. And I think the Cardinals needed that game more. Um, the reason I'm, I'm between the Broncos and the Colts is one, the Colts are one and oh one and one against two. Let's say like those are fun teams, but they're not good teams. Um, I think what's his name, Frank Reich, is that the guy, the coach, the Colts, uh, whoever their coach is, I think he's on the hot seat. Um, that's going to be tough. And I know, I like, I know you thought getting Matt Ryan in there would be better, but I mean, I don't know what's going on. Um, and then the Broncos, the Russ just, I don't know. He didn't, he didn't look good last game either. He didn't look great against the Seahawks. He doesn't scramble at all anymore, which he, which data has been telling us for the last three years, he's been slowing down on that. And then they have Nathaniel Hackett, who just doesn't seem like a good offensive or a good head coach rather on the offensive end. They keep, they keep uh, missing cues. They keep, having to like take delay a game penalties or call timeouts because they're, they're like running out of time the, I don't know if you heard this, but the, um, the crowd was counting for them, like the, the clock because they were forgetting it. Um, and then, yeah, like Jerry Judy got hurt. They've had some tough injuries. I, I don't know. I'm a little bit more afraid for the Broncos. I could see them losing to San Fran, especially because I personally like um, Jimmy Garoppolo more as the quarterback for San Fran than Trey Lance right now. I just don't think Trey Lance has had enough experience, um, which is obvious. And then they could be go they could be 0 and 3. So I'm I'm I think now that I've talked it out more, I think I'm I'm the most panicked for Broncos because they had the most expectations and they're doing the least well. Yeah. Um I um I did bet on the Broncos. I uh, they're they're playing the Niners, and like I said, I bet on them strictly because I'm fading what everyone thinks is going to happen, and that's you yeah. know I've, I've learned from Vegas that a lot of times when you think uh, you know everyone thinks something's going to happen, the opposite happens. Um, but with that said, I still think they're the closest to hitting the panic button out of all these teams, and that's mainly because of the expectations that they came into the season with, right? Like they came in as people calling them potential contenders. Um, you know, Russell Wilson gets a new team with a, a great defense and solid weapons. Um, and now, you know, they're one and one, an ugly one and one could easily be one and two. And I mean, no one would be surprised now if they miss the playoffs. I don't think anyone would be surprised if they don't even get to like eight wins. So, I mean, they can't convert in the red zone. I think Russ, I heard a stat today, has thrown like 18 passes in the red zone. Um, he's completed under 50 percent of them and has no touchdowns in the red zone. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you can't score the, the ball in the red zone, you're going to struggle in the NFL. And then, like Max said, that scrambling thing is no joke. Like, 
Russell Wilson, that's what made him special is him extending plays, um, escaping the pocket and like making magic. And he's just not doing that right now. He doesn't look the same. He looks older, slower. So yeah, I'm, I'm very worried for the Broncos. And that's mainly because everyone was not everyone, but a lot of people were very high on them coming into the season. Yeah. You guys make really good points. Uh, but the reason I'm not going to pick the Broncos is because I think they could just as easily be 2-0. Um, against the Seahawks, if you like, don't count the fu- – I mean, obviously you have to, but you have to factor in the fact that they had two goal line fumbles. At the end of the day, they didn't win, but you know they punched one of those in. It's a different ball game for sure. Dude, I um, forgot they won. It, it, that game was so shit, I completely – did they win? No. They, they lost. Won. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying okay. they just as easily could have won if they punched one of those touchdowns. Got it. All right. Yeah, goal. I was going to say, I thought they won. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just a – it's been a really rough start for them, but I, I think I do think they'll figure it out. And I don't think they're close to hitting the panic button yet. But if you're the Bengals, man, you're the defending AFC champions and you've come out and put up two absolute stinkers of games, uh, one at home, um, which honestly, like they also could easily be one and one right now if, if McPherson hits the field goal. So um, or his, even hits the extra point. Sorry, he, he, he didn't even hit the extra point. Um, they could just as easily be one and one. But I'm going to say they've looked worse than I think the Broncos have. Um, I think the Texans are actually a decent football team this year. Uh, and I know a lot of people were hating on them hard coming into it, but I think they're actually good. Um, and, and I think that the, the Bengals just aren't really a good football team right now. They, they they can't protect Joe Burrow for more than five seconds. And, you know, you're playing in the AFC. There's You're playing a lot of fucking good defenses. And it's like there's no protection. It's not like he, there's a little bit or plays where he actually gets time. He's getting no time every possession, um, and, he, and he's been forced to make throws that he, that he normally wouldn't make, and, and he's looked bad. Uh, their defense has looked okay, but, you know, it's kind of hard when you're on the field all the time because your offense sucks. So um, I, I don't know. I, I just think the Bengals are really, really close to, to hitting the panic button. They, they've looked so, so bad so far, um, and, and I don't know if it's going to get better. Like the Broncos, I can see getting better. The Bengals, I don't know if I can see it getting better. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's my fair. reasoning. Yeah. Um. Wait. So yeah, Houston did lose, a, or Houston lost to the Broncos. I just thought like that wasn't even an impressive win for them last weekend. No, I, it it definitely wasn't. But yeah. I, I think the Texans are 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 a decent football team. I really yeah. Do. I think. No, I I that's fair. Yeah. I just yeah. I I, I said they could be zero and three, but I was mistaken. I just that just shows like I know Broncos fans are still like upset even though they won because it just wasn't that impressive yeah 100 percent. it's like when tom brady would beat like the fucking panthers like 10 yeah. to 4 or 10 to 3 would be like what like how do we not win by 15 or like exactly 100? um but yeah i mean I, I don't know if there's any other teams that would be close to hitting it uh I, I i did put the raiders on there on my list originally just because they're 0 and 2 and, and you can't get caught uh lacking in this division or else you're you're gonna get stuck at the bottom and have no chance to make the playoffs so I, I did put the Raiders on there originally because they, they like I said earlier, they need to find uh, ways to put up W's. So I'm not going to talk about that anymore. And moving on to the next topic, uh, Trey Lance out for the season. Um, Jordan, you actually like the idea of having Jimmy over Trey. If I heard that correctly. Uh, I think right now, like earlier in the season in September um, in October, definitely Jimmy's going to be better. Like Trey, Trey's fine, but he was still learning how to play in the NFL. Um, didn't have any experience. You know, Jimmy comes in and it's like a like a seamless fit, you know, right back to where they left off, which is not in a bad place. Um, it's just, you know, he Jimmy's not the guy that's going to get you over the top, which they hoped Trey would. 
Um, so that kind of stinks because I think if Trey had, you know, played this whole year, there there was a chance that he was going to figure it out and and could, you know, get them all the way there either this year or next. Um, but, yeah, it's like it's super unfortunate for him. You know, the guy got finally gets his shot as the starter, um, just immediately gets hurt, doesn't really get a chance to prove himself. So now this is weird, right? So the Niners are going to be fine with Jimmy this year. But what is going to happen next year? Because Jimmy goes into free agency. Um you know, does, does Trey Lance come back fully healthy? Uh, if Jimmy, like, plays well and they go make a deep playoff run, does do the Niners re-sign him? Do they, you know, keep Trey as the backup? So this is going to be weird. Uh, but, yeah, I, I feel for Trey, but just sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'd be open for a Mitch Trubisky, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo trade. I think that's fairly even. Um, no, I, I like Jimmy Garoppolo a lot. I like him more than Trey Lance for this team right now. Um I thought Trey Lance, I mean, we don't know what he's like because he only threw, like, you throw out that Chicago Bears game because it was a weather disaster, and then he only had a couple of plays in the next game, and that before he, like, brutally broke his ankle, too. That was gruesome. Um, just terrible to see. It sucks. You never want to see a player uh, have to deal with that. And, yeah, I mean, you just can't, you don't know what he was going to do because we just didn't see him. That's about as simple as it gets. And, um Jimmy, we know what we're getting from him. We know he he's a good leader for this team. He's led them to the playoffs before. Um, I disagree with Jordan. Like you're not going to get super over the hump, but I do like this team a little bit better with um, Jimmy Garoppolo, and I like them against the Broncos this week. Wow, just a nice little jab to Jordan. Well, no, I just think that's like a that's a. I know he's he's he doesn't he's just betting against the public, man. Yeah. All right. Um, I guys I, I, like you, Max. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sharks um, are on it. I'm a fan of Jimmy Garoppolo for sure. Um, like Jordan said, seamless transition back into this offense, especially in September and October, November too. I'm gonna throw that November month in there. Uh, when teams don't really have their identities quite yet. Um and teams are still figuring out game plans uh week in and week out. This is obviously gonna be a huge wrinkle for teams uh now playing Jimmy G. Um but Kyle Shanahan is a fucking incredible coach, and I and I trust him to to really get wins with this team. Um, even though that Trey's out, uh, I think Trey would be very very useful late in the season, where Jimmy has a couple bad weeks, you throw in Trey for a couple exciting games. Uh, a lot of wrinkles in the offense there, a lot of things you can do as we've seen so far. Um, but I I just don't think that um. Jimmy's going to be the long-term answer. Uh, I think even if he does take you guys, even if he does take the Niners deep, he took him to the fucking Super Bowl. Um, and we've seen that he just hasn't been the answer. Even in the Super Bowl run, he got carried by his defense um, and and probably was one of the most mediocre quarterbacks to make a Super Bowl in a long time, I would argue. Um, yeah, that, that yeah, right. So he's very, very mediocre. Um, that's all he is. He, he has an incredible coach, an incredible team. But I do think Trey Lance is the answer going forward. I think if Jimmy's a great season, you could possibly trade him uh, and, and get a lot of value in him. Um, but for now, I like you know the Niners aren't hitting the panic button just because Trey's out. Yeah. Well, let's talk this do not bet list. I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah. This is a list that uh, this is an idea that Max came up with a little last minute, but I absolutely love it because there are some teams already two weeks in mm-hmm. that I want to fucking never bet on again. So, Max, why don't you start? Because you were eager to uh, to get the segment going. Hello? Okay. I have Max one is... big one and then a, a mediocre one. Okay. All right. You're big back. One. You're back. You're back. You're back. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, Sorry. we can hear you. 
I've one big one, one mediocre one, <clears throat> but we're, I'm going to put him on the list anyways. I am not betting against Kirk Cousins in prime time anymore. Not, He's on the do not, not bet list. What did you say, Jordan? You said you're not betting against him. Yeah, you're not betting on. No, I'm him. betting. I'm not betting. Sorry, I'm not betting on Kirk Cousins ever again in prime time. He's burned me too many times. He did this last year. What is he like? Zero and five or something like that in his career on prime time cape, something like that. Um, I thought it was gonna be different. I was really high on this Minnesota team. I took them plus three and a half, and I took their money line. Um, to finish three of my parlays this week, and yeah, just didn't work out. Honestly, though, there was a couple of big dropped balls that like really hurt them. Um, but still, it was just a shit show. I'm, so I'm not betting on uh, what's his face, uh, Kirk Cousins anymore in prime time because it's hurt me too much. And then the second one, hate to do it, but I'm not putting my Steelers. I'm not betting on my Steelers anymore. Although I got the half point win. Um, this is a terrible team. Our offense is terrible. Um, they should fire Matt Canada right now. He is an awful offensive coordinator. I don't know why he's doing third and like third and ten. He's doing a screen pass on the to the sideline. It's pretty common. Um, pretty common third and ten play. Not gonna lie. No, it's the terrible. I hate when they do that. How many times did it work for us last game, Butsy? Maybe. I mean, not a lot, but exactly. Also, and he kept your trying O-line, it. Your O line hasn't looked great. Um, your blocking yeah, has looked pretty trash. But we're also all year not. So far. George Pickens has had what three total targets in two games. Um, Claypool's not getting targeted that often. Um, he's not, he's just not throwing the ball. Well, Trubisky isn't, it's not, it's not all on him. It's Matt Canada too. He's not doing a lot of great play calls. Um, Steelers nation's pissed about it too. So yeah, Steelers are on the do not bet list as well. Uh, I think Kirk cousins is like two and 10 in Monday night games or something like that. Oh, oh uh, and five is similar. <laughs> Works it out. Works out to one and five. It is, it is pretty similar. Uh, okay. My do not bet list. Uh, there's not really a, like, I don't feel super strongly about never betting on a team. I've never had someone burn me like that many times. Uh, now that I said that, someone's going to do it like for the next. Dolphins like, or, or uh, Ravens. He's yeah. betting on them this week. <laughs> dude, if it's the Ravens, dude, I don't know what I'll do. Throw them uh, on the do not bet list. Yeah, but right now on my do not bet list, I have the Panthers. I just think the uh, all the Baker hype has people like way too high on them. Like they're just a bad team and Baker's not a good QB. It's just. People like thought that, you know, big name Baker Mayfield, big personality was going to like turn them around a little bit. Um, but yeah, I just think they're horrible and I'm not betting on them this year. Yeah, they're definitely on my do not bet list too. Uh, I have only two teams my do not bet list and I reserve the right at any point in the season to remove them from my bet list. <laughs> my, my do not bet list. That's the rules of the do not bet list. I agree. Yeah. That you can at any time take a team. Actually, should we do like two or three weeks? You, you're not allowed to bet on the team. Yeah, two, let's do let's do three weeks to start to start yeah, because you know you might, you might, I, yeah, but let's start three weeks. Three weeks, you're not allowed to bet on any team on this list. Um, I'm not going to bet on the Panthers, and I'm definitely not betting on the Colts. Uh, the Colts, Ooh, I think, yeah. have zero fucking idea who they are, zero idea what they're doing right now. Um, uh, putting up zero points against Jacksonville is a joke. Um, even the fucking Washington football team. I'm just gonna call him Washington. I, 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 I the, the Commanders, but I, I don't know. I don't know. So I don't bad. know. I'm, I'm, it's really, it really frustrates me sometimes. Yeah. Um. But I'm going with the Colts. I, I can't. They suck. They fucking suck. They really do suck. Uh. Um, watch them come out and beat the Chiefs now. Just. Yeah. Just, and then I'll, then I'll, then I will have zero idea what to say, and I will have <laughs> zero idea. Like going on the fucking list. No, not. <laughs> Chiefs go on the list the week after. No, but I mean the Colts and and and. 
the the Panthers just look so bad. Uh, the Colts look really, really god awful, and then the Panthers, like Jordan said, they just don't look good. They're just a bad, bad football, football team. Dude. Yeah, they're just a bad football team, and I think Matt Rule sucks. So I hope Matt Rule gets fired halfway through this. Season. I wonder if Alabama could beat them, but who knows? <laughs> who's the worst? Like who could? Who's the worst team in the NFL? I think it's uh, I I don't know. <laughs> it's probably the Panthers. Dude, the bad the teams. Like the bad teams are all fun except for the Panthers. <laughs> that's true too. That's true. Yeah, yeah like, that's true. Even fun to watch. They don't even. No, like Jaguars fun. Um, Lions, Texans Commanders. Fun. Yeah, Lions, all Commanders, all fun. Steelers are not fun to watch, but I don't think they're the worst team. Patriots are. Yeah, they're not, they're not to watch. that bad. Like the Panthers. All right, what else we got on the slate? Uh, Monty, have... Monty Bates. Monty Bates. It's a uh, weird story. Yeah. So this is this story is pretty interesting. He was uh, driving somewhere and i think he got pulled over for speeding or something it was a routine traffic stop uh and there was a gun found in his glove box a lawyer says that it was not his car he was borrowing somebody else's car uh but nevertheless the uh he got charged with possession of a firearm and then altering the id number on the firearm as well um whether it's his or not you know nobody knows but but i mean this is a pretty big storyline for a guy that you know, had pretty much next KD written all over him in high school. Uh, he's he's at Eastern Michigan right now, uh, transferred from Memphis. So I mean, this is this is pretty big for him. Yeah, it could go one of both or one of two ways. So they can either prove um, that it wasn't that like it was in fact his friend's car and not his car, and therefore not his gun, or they can't. And the problem with the gun being altered is that they altered the serial number on it. So it's going to be hard to tell whose gun it was, like who bought the gun because you don't know the serial number. So it kind of fucked them in that case. Cause obviously like they're, they did that. So it was untraceable, but because it's untraceable, you can't necessarily prove that it was him or his friends, but that could also work in his favor, meaning that they get the case thrown out. There's other ways to prove that the car was not his car and there, and maybe like was his friend's car. And then therefore, you know, um, you can kind of extend that to not being his gun, but um, I don't think it's gonna be if they can prove that it's not his gun, he'll be okay. But if it if they can't, he's in big trouble. That's a, that's a, possession is not is a big charge. That's a big boy charge, and especially with falsifying information, he's probably gonna have to take a plea deal to get those um brought down to a different charge. Like the falsifying ID might get cut out, and then he takes like a lesser deal if he pleads guilty. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens, but um, if they can, hopefully they can prove that it wasn't his, if it wasn't actually his and then he can get out of it. But if they can't, he's got a long uh, process of, you know, just going to court and stuff ahead of him that could really throw him off. And he's suspended from the team right now. So he's losing valuable time, although it is early. Yeah. I don't know. Like, obviously none of us are like super close to the story. We don't know the specific details. Like no one really does, but like, doesn't it just sound like someone was fucking with him and like put a, altered id gun and like tried to get this dude arrested just because he's like a, a big name or, or like maybe he like wronged someone like why would emily bates have a a gun with an altered serial number it makes I, no like, sense it makes, it makes no, no sense. sense at all so because he's i believe it's because he's underage to get a gun i think you have to be 21 in michigan so really? if you were, i believe so i know in tennessee it's 21 for a pistol um, which is what I believe the gun was. So I'm back pretty, home in New Hampshire. You could buy an AK at 18. I don't yeah, know about dude, that, I was, but I was thinking everybody was from New Hampshire. 
Yeah, yeah. Why are you guys going to southern accent for me? I don't know. I'm just kind of cow Hampshire. I can't do like really good like northern hick accent. So no, uh, no, we got to the... listen, dude. You just can get a fucking egg. gun at like 18, kid. It's fucking sick. <laughs> That's well, Boston. not in no, Mass. That's, that's, that's what Boston. it sounds like. Yeah, we're, that's what it sounds like from our area. We do have an accent. Let's face it. Whatever. Yeah, we're accentless. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right, we're just boring ass Americans. Yeah. No. Uh, down, when I moved down here, they said I sound Canadian slash Boston. Oh. They sound like a hey. mix of both, which doesn't make hey. sense. Anyways, um, oh, fuck, what was I gonna say? Yeah. So I believe in Michigan. Wait, we can look that up real quick. I'll look that up. But I believe it is um twenty one to get a gun, um, and therefore he's only nineteen. So. Like if he were to say he wanted a gun, you'd have to do it through the black market like that, yeah, or not the black market. Case, because... In that case, that looks it's, pretty. Oh yeah, no, that's it's that's, that's, um, no, sorry, that's... eighteen years of age to hunt with a handgun, but um, I'm not seeing. Oh, here we go. Sorry, you can continue. I'm, so I'm it's just continue. like I mean, the problem is that it's it's completely washed. Uh, the the ID numbers washed, and therefore you can't really you know, figure out who's gonna this, which is a big problem for Imani. But, you know, he has no prior run-ins with the law. Uh he has zero, literally not even a speeding ticket to his name. I mean yeah. he's only nineteen. So but like, you know, a lot of guys have some kind of criminal record. Um but Amani doesn't. Amani's clean as a whistle. Um I think he'll get I think he'll beat the case. Uh whether I don't think he'll have jail time by any means. Um whether you know whether it's some community service or, or some agreement that uh that they have but it's like you know he, it's it's a really tough spot because it sounds like jordan set a setup almost it really does um just cleaning up a little bit so the the law is a little weird but it says michigan also prohibits uh an issuance of a handgun purchase license to any person under age 18 but if the handgun is to be purchased from a federally licensed dealer the applicant must be 21 or older so if you're getting it from most gun stores, it's 21 or older. But if you're getting it from a gun, like a private gun show, um, you have to be just 18. So that makes it even more hard or more difficult to understand where he got it from or to prove it's his or not, because he could have gotten that at like a, a gun show and therefore would have no incentive to um, like mess with the labels other than to keep it like low key. If Casey was trying to commit a crime or something and didn't want the gun traced back to him, which doesn't sound like he would do that. He seems to be like a good community guy. I know the the lawyer put out a statement saying that he's like a like well known in the community for his entire life. He's been trying to do good. He doesn't have any prior records. Like I just can't see him one day deciding that he's going to start like yeah, gang banging and shit. Makes no sense. Uh, I just checked Bleacher Report to see if you know there are any other highlights or, or news stories we could talk about and um, refresh my feed. And and the first thing I see is NFL panic meter. So oh. fuck you, Bleach Report, because you're totally, totally fucking wow. stealing our shit. Our Literally stealing our shit. So let's uh, fucking end it and get this episode up so that way we can get ahead I mean, of it. Yeah, I mean, I could just look back at my Google Docs receipts and and see that I typed Post panic. Who's was close to the panic button like yesterday and, and before the news story dropped True. and claimed the credit there. But, you yeah, know, fuck Bleach Report. But who, who uh, it was a great episode. Have as, as, as the panic button. Oh, uh, let's let's take a look. Um. The Bleach Report has zero credible sources. Uh, I hate just Bleach kind of, Report. They're just kind of like guys like us, just like giving. No, dude, they're NFL they're worse. They're, they're like the buzz. They're fucking idiots. Yeah, no, they're like they're, buzz... they're so fucking stupid, dude. I, I can't stand them. They're like the BuzzFeed of sports. Like if you look at their list, it's ridiculous. Like some of their trade targets for uh, Boston. Like if you look mid season at, if you have any insight onto like 
what's going on in the Celtics. Like if you pay any attention and then you look at their shit, it's completely ridiculous. They're like pick it by like, oh yeah, this guy's last name's Green, so the Celtics are probably gonna try and trade from him. <laughs> they have the Bengals uh low on the meter. They have so, the Raiders yeah. medium. They have the Colts high, Titans high. Oh, we also did talk about the Titans, but wait, they, mean, have, they have the Raiders low. I mean, the Panthers Bengals high, Bengals low, Raiders medium. No Broncos, no sign of the Broncos. No sign of the Broncos on there. NFL expert Connor Rogers gives his five teams that might be that might need to smash the panic button after week two. Watch the full show. All right, Thanks. I won't be doing that. Thank you. I will not yeah, be doing no, that. I'm not doing. That. I'm only going to ble- I'm only going to like Fox and ESPN for to watch my like my analyst takes. I know what I'm not doing later. Yeah, I know what I'm not doing it. Watching any news story on Bleach Report, uh, I kind of just look at it to get the general highlights and, and honestly scores. But um, scores. scores. Real quick, going back to the do not bet list, I'm putting Kirk Cousins, rest of his career, no prime time betting Kirk Cousins. Wow, that, there's no shot okay. that. I'm holding to that. I'm sorry. Dude, you're so young. What, <laughs> Wait, what? That was a Monday night game. So I'm not has, the. It's not about my fucking more, age. It's about he's Kirk got Cousins two more prime time games left this season. He's got a Thursday and a Monday. Or yeah, Thursday and a uh, Sunday. Yeah, rest of Kirk Cousins' career, not my career. Three or right. four years, yeah. probably. I don't know if I agree with that, Max. We'll, we'll see if that we'll we'll see if that. You comes haven't to been first burnt. I bet on him a lot last year in primetime spots, and he killed me then too. He actually I, won me a a primetime bet last year. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Well, I, I, listen. I, I think the Vikings make the Super Bowl, and if they do, Max still has to shave his head. So that's not happening. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That's happening. I've already done it. Yeah. Wasn't you have that, like no hair anywhere. That anyway. was official, wasn't it, Max? It was not official. It's not happening. It's Thank happening. My but girlfriend I, literally said she would dump me if I shaved my head. I I'm thought you signed on the dotted line. I'm I don't sure want to end up clip, like Jordan. I'm what? pretty sure the clip is Max saying, yeah, I will shave my head. If no, yeah. watch the clip. Wait, the, you must have altered that because that did not happen. <laughs> go, everyone Max, go listen Max, Max, remember, say it with me. I will shave my head if the Vikings make the Super I will not shave my head. I'm not shaving my head. Dude, he said he, said, he it. said it. He just said it. Brad, why are you being a, why are you being a little I bitch, said, bro? I am not shaving my head. What is happening? Oh, we need a good way. Yeah, we're something. getting way off track. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Make sure to download, uh, share with a friend. Um, follow us on all the socials, all the TikToks, um, Instagram as well. We greatly appreciate all the support on the channel. Um, yeah, any closing remarks from the fellas? Max is going to shave his head. All right. Max it's not fucking head. happening. I'm just not doing that.